All right, what is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And in today's episode, I speak with fellow friend and coach Leo Alves. We discuss a variety of topics in today's episode. We talk about everything from Leo's experience living in Japan for 15 months, uh, him moving back and living in the UK, um, and he's also in Portugal right now, I believe. Uh, So yeah, we talk about his experience moving all over the place. We also talk about his advice on how to get started with your fitness, especially if you are looking to take on New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals. Uh, We also talk about our thoughts on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the MCU. And just a heads up, there are spoilers in this episode uh, because we do talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you have not watched that, be sure to look at the timestamps in the show notes just to give you a heads up on what parts to skip over. Uh, But if you don't mind, we're just going to talk a lot about that during that episode. five to six minute window Uh, but yeah we also talk about how to accomplish your new year's goals you know what uh, struggles most people face when setting new year's resolutions or new year's goals and how to overcome those struggles Uh, his advice on how to build fitness into your life if you are a busy individual and of course how to know if information is real or bs because there is a lot of information out there especially with the way the fitness industry is it's hard to know with such overwhelming amount of information what is real and what is fake and we give you a few tips on how to sort out this information best but yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for listening and just as a heads up i am taking on new one-on-one online coaching clients so if you are looking to lose fat to build muscle in the most effective and efficient way possible Be sure to click the link in the show notes to apply, and I look forward to talking to you soon. But without further ado, let's get into this episode. All right, what's up, Leo? How's it going? How's it going? You all right, Austin? Oh, yeah, doing good. Uh, It's in kind of, I would still want to say, in like the middle of winter now. Like, we're getting some snow. It's actually snowing right now. Um, It is 27 degrees. Okay, Fahrenheit, right? Yeah, yeah, Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always forget you're yeah. in the UK. Yeah, like, when I was I was living in America for 10 months, I think I mentioned it to you, and I remember, this is when I was, I moved there when I was 20, and I came back when I was 21, and I just remember, I didn't know, because the whole world uses Celsius, but mm-hmm. I, re- and, and I was like, yeah, Fahrenheit, uh, this is my assumption as, like, a, a 20-year-old who didn't know much about America when I first went there, I just... I just went and um I just assumed like Fahrenheit was just something that everyone used to use back in the day and that Celsius was the updated version and then I remember one day mm-hmm. someone came up to me on campus like my second week being there and someone's like yo it's like 64 degrees outside right now and I was like <laughs> what because uh, that's really hot in Celsius yeah and, uh, yeah and I was just like oh my gosh, you guys use, use Fahrenheit. That's that's insane. I didn't realize that. That blew my mind that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, every time I hear like the temperature in um, Celsius, I'm just like, what? <laughs> it just sounds so low. Because like, it, it's kind of crazy. I think in terms of like, like relativity, it's like 30 degrees in Celsius. That's like really hot, right? If it's like 30 degrees outside. Yeah, 30 degrees in Celsius, like that is quite hot. It's not really... I don't know because my standards are pretty skewed. I, I like I've been living in a really hot country recently. I know thirty-two Fahrenheit is zero Celsius. That's that's what I go off, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like from them, just like trying to work it out in my head. Yeah. But yeah, thirty Celsius is like it's fairly hot. Yeah, for sure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's funny. The only reason I know that is because I saw this meme. It was like 
30 degrees in Fahrenheit and it's like snow and super cold and it's like 30 degrees in Celsius and it's like there was like a picture of like the beach and it's like a super sunny day yeah yeah, yeah it would definitely be a beach day of 30 Celsius for sure but mm-hmm. um but yeah other than that yeah just uh today I've been uh so I, was, I went to had a workout done an upper body session um done some incline walking on the treadmill after just to get my cardio in uh, zone two um for the heart rate and then um and then that was about it really i've been i've started watching one division series i don't know if you've heard about it oh yeah yeah i definitely have have you seen it yeah I, i've seen the entire thing it's so good dude okay that's good to hear because i'm on i'm starting episode three and like it's still a bit like it's a bit still early in the series where a lot of nothing is happening but that's like in most series anyway so i, mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be good i've heard great mm-hmm. stuff yeah it's kind of funny i actually have this question down here uh, because i saw in your story the other day so i was like oh i gotta we gotta talk about this because i love marvel so yeah, oh, yeah. Do, you, do you like marvel too yeah I, I like it yeah for sure yeah yeah definitely when i was younger i used to read quite a lot of comics i've kind of i wouldn't say i wouldn't say I, I don't know i've taken like i wouldn't say less interest i just haven't been as invested in marvel over the last few years but still a fan for sure mm-hmm. yeah how um like up to date are you with like everything right now Oh man, like I've not been doing too well, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see the Spider-Man movie that just came out. Okay, awesome. Have you seen it? I don't yeah, want yeah, to it. drop any spoilers for anyone, so I'm not going to say much, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to actually talk about this. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, um, if you haven't seen the Spider-Man movie, you can go ahead and like skip this section. I'll put like timestamps in the show notes, but uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 good, good heads up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, what, dude, what do you what do you think oh what do, what do i think yeah i you know what um when the when the oh my god their names have completely slipped my mind i've been saying it i feel like i've been saying it for like the past two or three days uh the previous spider-man actors um they, it was very nostalgic seeing their faces oh yeah definitely i grew up with them and uh yeah that was it was so good it was crazy to see them again like you know back in back in action um yeah, that was that was great. What did you think? Oh, I I honestly I I loved it. I think um in terms of like the hype around it and just like how much it like kind of met or exceeded my expectations was kind of on par with like Endgame. Like I don't know if like I can't say for sure. Some people are like, oh, that was definitely the best of Marvel movie up to date. But I think it's really on par with Endgame just because of like how emotional it made me. Mm, yeah. yeah like yeah, i was yeah. just sitting in the theater like certain parts i'm just like <laughs> yeah. tearing up because it's just like so emotional and like nostalgic yeah yeah I, you know what i was because i had like i didn't know anything about it like i went in i didn't want to hear about it i don't want to read about it i just wanted to mm. go in and just like and and just you know that's it like i'm finding out everything about it now so i had zero idea what was going to happen mm-hmm. and uh when i saw the, the older characters getting reintroduced oh I was waiting for Venom. Like I thought Venom was gonna come in at some point. Like I was hoping he would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he came in like after the subtitles, but I I was really hoping to see him in the movie. And that's not to say the movie was good. The movie uh, wasn't good. The movie was great. But uh, yeah, I I would have loved to have seen Venom in there as well. To be honest, like in the actual main part of the movie. But you know, that's maybe mm-hmm. I'm asking for a lot. And it it was great anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like I know leading up to it, like a lot of people were like like trying to like spoil it they're like um trying to look for like easter eggs or whatever 
Mm. Yeah, a lot of people are like hinting, oh yeah, they're gonna like bring all all of the Spider-Man back because it's like the multiverse and all that. And so yeah. that, that part was kind of hard to stay away from. So yeah, so, yeah. yeah it, it can be tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just uh, really just yeah, I tried my best to avoid it. That's what I always kind of do whenever I know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm about to watch something. Like even comments on just like YouTube sections, I won't read any of that. I, I just mm-hmm. stay away from it or on Instagram posts. I, I don't want to know, like just mm-hmm. in case one one uh one guy just puts a spoiler like, yeah oh, seriously because some people like they're really good at like finding that stuff out so like it's pretty on point because like yeah, if i mean honest the guess like a uh, two uh, like all three spider-man coming back like that was pretty on point like they're mm. right yeah yeah i was i thought it was amazing and i really liked seeing um the green goblin again mm-hmm. i thought that was cool oh yeah um and uh what's his name um that devil was in it for like a few seconds who was it? Matt Murdock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, like, that part was funny. Because <laughs> uh, I was with my girlfriend, and she obviously she didn't know she's not like that invested in Marvel, but she's like Matt. I was like Matt Murdock. I was like, do you know who that is? I was like, that's Daredevil. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool to see him. And he, I need to watch his series as well. Actually, he's got a series on Netflix, Daredevil. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that either. I just knew I him, like he kind of looks familiar. So I like looked him up after a movie and I was like, oh, okay, it's Daredevil. Yeah, I need to, I didn't, I, I, I only noticed that today as I was going through Netflix and um, I was like, oh, okay, I need to watch that because, uh, and I, I looked up the reviews, the reviews looked quite good. So I was like, okay, it's definitely, because growing up, Daredevil was actually my favorite Marvel hero. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just thought it was really cool, like the background story. Yeah. So that actually kind of answers my next, but I was going to ask, which was your favorite Avenger? Oh yeah, yeah. I really like that. Um. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite to be honest. Uh, who's your favorite? So, so during kind of like the first phase, I would I would say like Iron Man, just because like I really yeah, love wow. him. He's just like a super smart guy. Like he's just a normal dude who's super yeah, smart. I was gonna he say doesn't that. have any powers. He's like self made and blah blah blah. So I really liked him in that aspect, but. Like as the the Marvel series kind of like goes on, like yeah. my opinion has changed. Like I really like Doctor Strange now. Doctor like, Strange is so. I think he's so underrated. Like especially like in the movies, they don't really show like his true powers or true potential until like recently. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think he's got like quite a good personality to go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Doctor Strange is a good chat. I was gonna say Iron Man as well. I don't know if that's very cliche though. Mm-hmm. And like could be a boring answer to a lot of people but yeah maybe maybe iron man mm-hmm. i i would say i would say so for sure mm-hmm. uh, i do you like dc at all yeah i do yeah. however like the writers and producers they're, they're just not doing a good job of like portraying them in the movies right now oh yeah the the batman the the, the batman movies that came out years ago like they were some of the best, but I I, can't, I don't really recall anything. You're talking about Christian Bale. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those yeah those are good. Yeah, those were those were amazing. Like I mm. I remember I rewatched them quite a few times, but yeah, I don't think it's I think it's been a long time since I've seen anything from DC for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So how's working out going for you recently, Lana? Oh, good. Like honestly, everything's just kind of chugging along, staying consistent. Um. Uh, I don't know if you know Paul Carter. Yes, I do. 
yeah so i'm in his instagram right yeah so i'm in his joke squad oh okay i don't know that yeah yeah so yeah in terms of programming that's taken care of like the biggest part for me is just i don't have to do my own programming now i just walk into the gym and i have a plan and i yeah that's what we follow yeah Mm -hmm. and i know it's working because like he knows his shit obviously so yeah been seeing great results and that way i can kind of focus more like of my mind power and focus like towards my clients Mm, yeah because you know i was actually considering signing up for his one as well Mm -hmm. but um i I was thinking of going for i think it's called the garage gangsters uh Mm -hmm. because i I was i've been i mostly do workouts at home like i've got a decent set of equipment but i think for that one you needed a squat rack Mm -hmm. i could be wrong there was something that you needed that was like pretty big and i didn't have it so i might just yeah it's probably the squat rack yeah because in portugal where i am um equipment isn't actually too bad like the price in england Mm -hmm. yeah it probably costs an arm and a leg but portugal i could probably get it for a decent price Mm -hmm. i have to look into that when i'm back yeah how how are you actually doing there i've heard like certain countries are going back into lockdown I haven't heard anything from Portugal about that, so that's good. And I know a lot okay. of European countries are. Uh, I know the Lever- the Netherlands has, uh, Austria has. Uh, I think, I think I don't know about Germany. I think I have heard that they are, but only for unvaccinated people, which is quite interesting. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard. England just seemed like the 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 government in England seemed like they're they're undecided. They don't really know what they're doing about if they're going to go into a lockdown or not. But I don't think there'll definitely be no lockdown in 20, at least in for the, for the remainder of this year. But um, by then, I'll be mm-hmm. going back to Portugal, hopefully, like, within the first week of January. Full will mm-hmm. plan, and then it'll be all right. I can, uh, I've got everything I need at home in Portugal, so it's okay. Yeah, how's okay. it doing there? Um, We haven't heard anything about lockdown so far. I'm okay. hoping that we don't go yeah, towards that direction. That's a, that's a pain. Yeah, it just yeah. sucks, yeah. But I, I think, like... As far as like the U.S. goes, like I don't think we're gonna go back into lockdown just because like there's so much pressure from people who are like, yeah, you know, like don't do this to your freedoms or whatever. I mean, you probably heard about all the like ridiculous things on the internet, but mm. as far as that goes, like I can honestly say, like full disclosure, I'm like for it. Like I don't believe that these lockdowns or more restrictions are like helping people at all. Yeah, I don't think it helps either. To be honest, I think if anything, yeah, it just messes up a lot of people's head mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah i don't really think it helps man to be honest like, and that's just mm-hmm. my honest opinion as well um where in washington are you by the way vancouver yeah so that's um that's do you know where portland oregon is i've heard of it i've never been there i know where it is yeah i know where it is like, okay so yeah we're like literally right across the the columbia river like if you drive okay. over the river it's like we're yeah literally like a few miles from portland Okay, so you're pretty close to there. Okay, I've never mm-hmm. been to Washington or, or the West Coast. I need to go someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely on the bucket list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in terms of like, I'd say what to expect. It's very green, a lot mm-hmm. of like outdoor, like nature stuff, like a lot of forests, a lot of hikes, a lot of waterfalls and stuff you can go to. However, after having been here for a few years, like it's just, it just rains a lot. So yeah, it's like cloudy like, and rainy. Sounds like England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so literally, that's England. Okay. Cloudy, rainy, gray. But at least you've got like mm. nice outdoors. Like I'm in London, so it's like cloudy, rainy, gray. Mm. And then you just got horror, like people that are rude once you walk out. Yeah. The door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at least you got that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, so I kind of wanted to touch on that point uh, you mentioned before. So um, hopefully none of our listeners are dealing with or have to deal with lockdowns or anything or having to like being forced to go into the home gym setting. So, but in the event that you are dealing with that, what would you say are some equipment basics someone can pick up to, you know, have other bases, you know, to be able to get a good workout in, but also Ooh, not break the bank? Yeah, this is a good question. And you know, I actually wrote an article about that last month, how to make a badass home gym on a budget. And I was actually, why I say this, because I was looking over it last night and I was like, do I still agree with all of this? Even though I only wrote a month ago, I was like, yeah, 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 this is good. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, so I'd say in like no particular order, definitely get adjustable dumbbells. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, depending on how much you can spend, like the more weight, the better, because then, you know, it, it would allow for more longer term progression. Uh, so adjustable dumbbells, I put that very highly on the list. I put resistance bands on the list, uh, long and short, just because, you know, not only does it give you so many more options with like resistance banded only exercises, but you can also add it to uh, dumbbell exercises to make it more challenging. So if you've got maybe, if you're limited on how much weight you can, you have access to then you can add a, a resistance band to some of those and make it even more challenging in that way to make up for the lack of weight. Um, I would I would say like a pull-up bar could be, it's, they're usually quite cheap pull-up bars um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's definitely worth it. So a pull-up bar, I'd put that in. Mm -hmm. um, you could get one for like 20 pounds. I don't know what that is in dollars. Like, and that would be a really good one, um, mm -hmm. 15 pounds maybe. Uh, and uh, I would say like, I would say an adjustable bench or a bench, ideally adjustable if possible, if you've got the space for it. Um, mm -hmm. That would definitely be on high up on my list. And then lastly, I put maybe, you know what, because if this is on a budget, I would say maybe a jump rope for like cardio because mm -hmm. jump ropes just don't cost much. If you've got the money for it, then obviously maybe you can get something a bit fancier, like a mm -hmm. stationary bike or, or even if you've got the space as well, maybe a treadmill, but if you've got neither one and you don't have much money, then a, a jump rope would be my go-to for cardio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and you, then, um, yeah, all those are good. Um, I'd say definitely like, I mean, obviously like budget means so many things to so many different people, mm. but I'd say if you have at least like, like ideally, I think the average person has like a garage or like some sort of setting where they have, they can set up like a home gym ish thing rather than like working out in their like living room. Um, I'd say definitely, uh, like a squat rack is pretty useful. You can do a oh, lot of things with like a squat rack or a power rack, uh, what have you. And I think especially with like COVID coming around, like the prices for gym equipment have definitely like gotten better. Skyrocketed. Oh yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's I think they skyrocketed. Yeah, they skyrocketed yeah, at first. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Recently, they've been getting better for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, adjustable dumbbells, like you said. Um, and like, I think everything, if you get all the base, yeah, the adjustable bench, uh, yeah, I would say those are all the basics. I think if you've mm -hmm. got like extra money right lying around or you've already got all of that and you like and you're willing to invest a little bit more, um maybe you could even like I would say maybe this is outside the budget part, but maybe you could even get like a multi-gym machine. because uh, I can mm -hmm. imagine free weight, and this is me talking from ex uh, experience, free weight exercises after you've been doing them for so long in your gym. Like sometimes it's nice to change it up. So having a multi-gym machine could be quite nice mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, 
yeah, in terms of just like free weight exercises, there's only so much you can do because you're limited. If you think about it, you're just limited by gravity. Yeah. So it's hard to do things like, you know, pull downs or whatever, or some sort of like cable exercises that you can do at the gym. So yeah, resistance bands, getting like, you know, a pulley attachment. I've heard some people say, get a pulley attachment. You can mm-hmm. like attach, it, it's, yeah, I think you can attach it to like the squat record or whatever. And then it uses like a pulley system. Oh yeah, 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 you could. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that reminds me as well, like if you're going to get adjustable dumbbells, I think it would be even better. This is what I done for my home gym. Um, it would be even better if you could get like adjustable dumbbells that could maybe turn into a barbell and then mm. you could put them together because then that would give you even more options. Uh, so yeah, you'd have access to a barbell as well. So that's why I, I purposely looked up something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like the best of both worlds with that. And I think that really, that really helps too. Yeah. And then I think in terms of like a cost benefit analysis, like a lot of people tend to think like, how much does this cost upfront? And Mm -hmm. obviously, like when you get a bunch of home gym equipment, it can cost a lot upfront, like probably anywhere from like, if you, especially if you want like a decent setup, anywhere from like 500 to a thousand or even a thousand plus in some cases, depending on what you're getting, how much of it you're getting. And Mm -hmm. if we think about in that sense, like how much is it for like a gym membership? Like, mm. I don't know about um, the prices there, but here it's typically anywhere between like, like especially a commercial gym, which is like pretty affordable for most people, anywhere from like 30 to $40 a month mm. for like average. Yeah, it's probably about the same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and when then I was living we... in Japan, that was, a, that was, it was crazy expensive though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how much was it there? Basically working out as a luxury there for, some, for whatever reason, it was like, dollars i don't know it was like 70 pounds which would probably be like close to 90 dollars a month and that was like typical oh that was my like God. The average i know it was like and i had no choice so i had to pay it but i was like man mm-hmm. this is crazy that everyone like this is normal to them mm-hmm. yeah that's what i've heard too in japan like the gym scene is just not that big there so obviously you're not yeah, gonna have not. that many gyms it's not it's like because you know what, it's the, for any, if you're listening and you're probably a bit confused why I'm talking about Japan, I, I recently spent 15 months there. But um, yeah, it's like, because it's the beauty standards, you know, I think that has a lot to do with it. Whereas in the West, and again, I'm just going from my experience here, whereas in the West, you know, we like thick is what people kind of like, you know, they, they find that to be more sexy. Whereas in Japan, or, mm-hmm. you know, what a lot of my Asian friends say this is like, they, they prefer the skinnier look over the mm-hmm. thicker look. And I think, so that's what a lot of, people tend to go for in japan like they want to just be skinny mm-hmm. and, you know obviously that's not something that you'd want to gym for so, yeah yeah that's what that's that's part of the reason i would say maybe mm-hmm. why gyms aren't just really something that many people do yeah yeah and I, I totally agree with that like growing up um so i am second generation asian american so my f- family is first generation uh, immigrants so they moved here and yeah like growing up they would you know, obviously, like, when we think about this, like, things are a lot different now. So obviously, it seems kind of weird when you hear things like people, like your, uh, like my parents would say, like, beauty standards, it would like, compliment people depending on like, their appearance and like, which is like, obviously, like, kind of unacceptable nowadays, you can get canceled for doing that. <laughs> but yeah, things, things were just different back then. So it was kind of like, yeah. okay-ish in a sense to do that. And yeah, they would, you know, give more compliments to people, to people who are thinner, and mm typically more uh, fair-skinned and that was like kind of the beauty standard like you want to be pale and thin 
it's quite light. It's still like what from what my Japanese friends told me. So this is their words, not mine. Like it's still、mm-hmm. like that nowadays, at least in Japan.、Um, so yeah, that was a、uh, yeah, that was interesting to hear. But、um, yeah, so I think yeah, that is part of the role why gyms just aren't really.、Um, Uh, like a big go-to there, and what another thing that I found, I I really noticed this, and this was a big thing I noticed. So while I was in Japan, I noticed like in the West, like your average gym goer has a much better idea of good form when it comes to exercises, whereas I would say it was very noticeable that a lot more people in Japan didn't really know what they were doing inside the gym as well, and that、mm-hmm. was another interesting take that I, like I just had. Mm-hmm. Not that it has any relevance to the conversation, but yeah, I thought that was quite interesting too. Yeah,、um, I mean, I would imagine like just because people aren't as exposed to that. Yeah, it is that. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, literally.、Mm-hmm. I think it's so big in the West nowadays, like the whole gym culture,、mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting stronger, fitness, everything. That it, it could be that. Yeah, I just think people maybe are just exposed to it less than average over there, and that's maybe why.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like I think.、Um, Yeah, exposure is a huge part to do with it. Like I think, if we ask like the average Western person, even if they have never worked out before, they would they probably have heard of a squat、mm, or a deadlift、exactly. or something. Yeah. And like yeah. they have some idea. They like probably have an image in their head of what that looks like. Where I、mm. imagine people in Japan, they're like, "I what 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 the hell is a squat?" Yeah, yeah, it could, yeah, it, could, I, it wouldn't surprise me to be honest.、Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting, you know, as a personal trainer.、Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, were you were you coaching in Japan? Yeah, actually, I that's when I I went online because I was living in London before that, and I was like, I was just getting a little bit sick of London, a little bit bored of it, and I was like, you know what, I'm just a,、uh, I'm just gonna move to Japan. Like it was kind of like that. I was getting bored of it, and I was just like, you know, what, I, I'm I'm working at a gym. I've got a whole bunch of clients. So I asked them if they want to work with me online.、Um, worst case scenario, they say no. I have to get a job out there, so it's not it's not bad. I'm not gonna lose.、Um, I was willing to do it for just a year. Anyway, I asked them. Most of them said yeah. So I was like, all right, we'll start working online, and、uh, that's how it kind of started from there.、Mm-hmm. So you're just primarily working online、uh, with your like your London clients in Japan. Yeah.、Uh, no.、Uh, so yeah, I was just yeah, literally, I was just working with them online, and then over time, I was just trying to keep growing it, and it, and it kept growing, and that、mm-hmm. was really cool. So yeah, now it's just it's mostly what I'm focusing on. I wouldn't mind going back to a gym,、uh, but not right、mm-hmm. now. Okay. Gotcha.、Yeah. Did you、um, kind of get to coach like in Japan in terms of、uh, like coaching people? Okay. You know what? So many people. Because when I first got there, I was like, because obviously it was quite a, a spontaneous thought. Like I did as much Japanese studying as I could, but obviously it's nowhere near good enough to have conversations. At least at the start. Now, like, yeah, I could probably、mm-hmm. hold a short conversation.、Um, But you have to. Most people there don't give really care about learning English so much. Like at least you know, in、mm-hmm. a, a lot of European countries, a lot of people speak English. That wasn't really the case in Japan, and you know, rightly so. I'm in Japan, so I should speak Japanese.、Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so it was hard to communicate with the locals at first, and it, it just wasn't possible to work in a gym environment. Just work out.、Mm-hmm. That's all I've done. I just I would work out there and just get clients online.、Mm-hmm. And continue to study the language. So yeah, I just I just literally just kept it online.、Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, because I would imagine it's like quite the challenge to coach. <laughs> yeah, to coach someone in a different country, speak different languages. Because I'm sure, like, especially like I think cues, coaching cues. That's like yeah, yeah. It was just exactly that's what I thought. And like,、mm-hmm. and then even things like a different culture. Like you don't even know if you. I was, you know, one thing that I was always nervous about is. 
have I offended someone and I don't know that I've offended them like just because culturally it's very different because mm-hmm. uh, I know that's very easy to happen in some cultures like sometimes I don't know just like small behaviors that everyone knows about maybe apart from the foreigner and then I was just like oh man but I just kept picking up as many things as I could as I went on mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh let's kind of talk about like you becoming a coach so how did you like stumble upon that like knew that, just, uh, that, that was what you wanted to do yeah because I back in so when I was like a teenager maybe 17 I started like to be honest I was always a little bit self-conscious about my weight but it wasn't to be honest I felt like it wasn't that bad that I like wanted to take action on it like I was just getting by I was probably like skinny fat more than anything um and then up until and plus I was quite young um uh, and then when I turned about 17 you know girls are starting to appear in your life a little bit more mm-hmm. and uh, it's like literally just those types of shallow reasons uh, I, I started struggling with my weight weight as well as getting heavier I got quite chubby um I was like and then and then there was just this phase where I was like not really doing anything with myself and I was like you know mm-hmm. what I might as well just start losing weight a friend of mine asked me if I want to go to gym with him I was like yeah sure, yeah cool like why not just started going to the gym and went from there I didn't I didn't have any idea what I was doing but I really enjoyed it, really done my best to keep educating myself, done a, went to a university, done a, a degree in strength and conditioning, uh, done loads of nutrition courses. And then as just went time, as time went on, I just done more and more uh, certifications, degrees, and you know, from personal experience and coaching others, I was just like, you know, I really like this. And, uh, and yeah, I just kind of ended up where I am now due to all of that. How about okay. you? How did, how did you start going into it? Um, yeah, that's a good question. So, <laughs> uh, so fitness for me, it was like, it, it was kind of always a part of my life, but not really like I started lifting when I was 13. Uh, but that was when I went with friends and, you know, like the first time you step in the gym, you don't know what you're doing. You just go along with mm. friends. You just do whatever yeah. they tell you to do. And you just, yeah. it's just kind of like a have fun thing. You don't really do it for the progress. Like, even though you want the progress in the back of your head, you're just like, I don't know how to get there. No, I didn't. Uh, and I was just listening. My mate who I was listening to, you watched like maybe four or five more YouTube videos than me. And that's the only reason why I listened to him. It's like, mm-hmm. and neither of us really know what we're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from then, it was like 13 from probably until the age of 18. It was like really on and off for me. Like I would just go with friends. Uh, there was really no consistency there. I would literally just go as like an after school thing and then obviously during like the summer and winter breaks, I would stop going because I wouldn't be going to school. And so I wouldn't, that wouldn't be like an on the way thing for me going to the gym. And then obviously I would lose all my progress. And then I'd be like, why am I losing my progress? Because I haven't been in the gym for like three to four weeks. So yeah, I was really on and off until then. And then from then uh, 18, that was when I first went to college. It was still kind of on and off until about a year and a half in I was really like diving into fitness, learning about like all like fitness, nutrition, uh, exercise form, like how to like properly program and all that. And uh, yeah, that was when I like really dove deeper into it. And I decided to change my major from engineering to kinesiology. Oh, yeah. That's what I was doing mm-hmm. in the US. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then from then I'm just like, I'm really passionate about this stuff. I like just really like learning it. And for me, like, especially that stuff I learned in class, it wasn't it like, like I kind of, I had to study, but also it, the stuff just came naturally to me. 
Like I didn't really feel like I had to study really hard. So mm. I just enjoyed doing that. And it's kind of funny when I first went into kinesiology, I always thought I was going to be an athletic trainer. Um, I don't know I if you know. Fair. Yeah. I think that's, um, because Americans have different terms for this. And that's what I, one thing I noticed. I think, is that when like, is that like a trainer for a sports team? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I wanted to do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I always thought I was like, I want to do like athletic training until I got like into shadowing like an actual athletic trainer. And like, I'm, I'm like, this is really cool. Uh, like that you get to deal with like an athletic sports team and it's like really clinical and all that. But part of me was like, I was never an athlete growing up. So I'm like, I can't relate to these people at all. It's true. You know, yeah. and that was the same, that's one reason I yeah. had it. That was the same reason I had yeah, I'm like, I was never athletic to save my life. Like my struggles are different from these people's struggles. Like I was just literally an average guy who wanted to look better and feel better about my body. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I hear that. I was, I was definitely the same. I had that, that story, the end bit sounded exactly like mine. So yeah, I, knew, mm-hmm. I was like, I just, yeah. But you know what, what shadowing the coaches, because that's what, one thing I've done, the athletic coaches, it was really interesting to see like the athlete environment for myself mm-hmm. at least. And um, yeah, but I just think, I definitely felt like I, I took that. I, I, I don't know. I just really, re- I, I realized that general population is just what I prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's more relatable for me. And also I think that the concepts that you teach to people is a lot more it feels a lot more applicable because mm. like one of the things i picked up in that training is that a lot of stuff is very clinical like you have to learn so much about like tissue like injury and you know how to deal with that how like and in some cases you're kind of like the uh the middleman between like the physical therapist and the doctor because like they come yeah. to you first and then they see if you and if you can take care of them then the you can take care of them and or if you can't then you'll like refer them out yeah yeah was there did you have like a sport that you wanted to work in more if you did go down that path um not really i mean i always thought like american football but also mm. like a lot of the people who are shadowing there they're like yeah you don't want to get into football because it's like so hectic oh is, is there's that why? so many yeah there's just so many players like mm. i don't know if you know much about uh, american football but I know, a tiny bit but there's like they just have so many athletes because they have yeah, like yeah, that's a team they have a like an offensive team they have a defensive team and they have like a special team for like with like kickers and stuff yeah, yeah so they just have like so like one team itself could just have literally have 100 like 100 players wow and i think they said like yeah sometimes they'll have like at least like five trainers just for like the football team yeah, just because there's just so many people yeah it does sound like a lot. Yeah, I knew it was a lot. Like you can see it just like on the field. How like there is a lot of guys on that field right now. This isn't me speaking mm-hmm. as like someone that does not know much about American football. But um, yeah, that's crazy. That is a lot of athletes on one team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most yeah. teams, because uh, I, I was thinking, I'd say the coolest sport I ever saw live was ice hockey. Mm-hmm. I thought ice hockey, because that's not really big here in Europe either. But when I went to the States, um i was living i was living by the canadian border as well by montreal mm-hmm. and i went to see the montreal canadians a few times and i was like this is just amazing uh, mm-hmm. and i thought you know what? i wouldn't i would love to i wanted to work in ice hockey for a while got really into it and then uh, yeah that just didn't happen that or or soccer mm-hmm. mm. gotcha i think that would have been cool mm-hmm. 
yeah, definitely. And then as far as like the trainers that I shadowed, uh, so yeah, the first trainer I shadowed, she was uh, working for the softball team. Yeah, that was in college. And then second time around, that was that actually happened during the whole COVID thing. So yeah, like half of my last year in college was like in COVID. So then they got rid of all the in-person stuff. So I like couldn't shadow. So I just had to interview her over Zoom. And then she worked for high school. And then, then in high school, it's like, um, it's just basically you're like one of two trainers. Usually they'll just only have one or two trainers on, on staff. And you're ba- basically the trainer for all of the sports teams. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of so, have to be a bit more of like a generalist. That's quite, because the thing is, I think that's still quite impressive because mm-hmm. you know what? America is so big on sport. And I think this is why they do so well in, in so many sports that they want to do well in. Um, like, yeah, because they just take sports seriously. Like things like that in England, you're, you're not going to have a, you're not, you're not even going to have a trainer. Like I love how you say like only one or two, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. in it, like there's not even going to be a trainer. You just got one of the teachers who are probably maybe shadowing who's going to like one of the other teachers for like English or something or, or maths, who's just probably going to take that. Just as like, yeah, people don't. Really oh, wow. Know. They don't rate it enough here. You might get some schools who like do PE, like have a, a PE teacher. Um, mm-hmm. But even then, like it, it might be a PE teacher who doesn't know much about those types of things. Uh, they might know like they, they might be good at other things within PE and uh, maybe not so much like movement and performance. Um, so yeah, that's I think America's quite ahead of a lot of countries when it comes to mm. that. That's really interesting that you bring that. I I like literally did not think about that. Yeah, like how yeah, like yeah, because yeah. yeah, America yeah, America's just so big on sports. Oh um, yeah, yeah. There's something in the water. Like oh man, I don't even know, but America just produces some insane athletes. It's because it's so big as well. But yeah, mm. I remember just being there and just thinking like, damn, you guys are just big huge athletic like i don't even know what they're putting in the water over here man uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. cool so uh i also wanted to ask you about like the history behind um the the name for your coaching it's called kai mm-hmm. kairos am i correct yeah carrots and lions so yeah so um, what's the story behind that name oh uh, that's a good question like i do get that sometimes um so because I remember when I first started this, I had no idea what to call it. But I was like, you know, for a close friend of mine was like, don't even force it. Like, it would just come to you one day. So I was like, cool. Uh, didn't force it. I didn't even like really put much thought towards it. I've always been an avid reader. Um, I go through phases sometimes. But anyway, I was reading a book. I can't remember what this, which book it was. Um, but I remember I stumbled across this word and I, I saw the meaning that immediately followed. And I was like, you know what, that is very cool basically keras means like the correct moment to do something like the best moment in time and mm-hmm. i was just like i love that so i was like yeah it's got, it's got to be that and i was like just yeah team keras and then i added the online part team keras online uh, just because it's all online now so it's like yeah it makes sense but yeah keros just because literally if you're going to make a decision about your health and fitness now is always the best time and mm-hmm. it's, it's a greek word as well that's okay okay that's cool yeah so that's yeah. literally it okay yeah, yeah that's awesome uh, I do have something to say, but I do have to go to the bathroom real quick. So I'll be right back. That's all right. That's all right. All right. So we are going to take a quick intermission and just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And thank you so much for making it this far in this episode. And I want to take a quick break and introduce you to today's sponsor of the podcast, Legion Supplements. So first off, a few reasons why I decided to work with Legion. 
Legion really does take a 100% transparent and no BS approach to introducing its supplements. Rather than simply trying to sell you supplements under the notion of trust me bro, they actually aim to educate you about their products. If you go to their website, under every single product on their website, they list every single ingredient with their exact dosages, which means no proprietary blends, why they have chosen those specific ingredients and those specific dosages, and even the most up-to-date research to back everything up that they are claiming and saying. Legion's main priority is providing quality service and products. They believe in their service and products so much that if for any reason you're not satisfied, you can send them an email, fill out their form, and they will give you a full refund on the spot, no questions asked. And it's for these reasons alone why I think they are the best of the best and why I have continued taking their products year after year and why I've decided to work with them after they reached out. So yeah, they are just an awesome company all around. And if you're already taking supplements anyway, you're probably likely taking a multivitamin, fish oil, some sort of whey protein in some form. You likely want the best for your body. And I truly believe Legion is the best of the best. So go ahead and check out their products. They're such an awesome company. Um, yeah, be sure to use my discount code AC at checkout to save yourself 20% off your first order. And I'll leave the link to their website in the show notes below. But yeah, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. And let's get back to this episode. Hey. All right, we're back. Okay. Yeah, so, oh yeah, we're talking about uh, Kairos and mm -hmm. like... It means the like don't wait for the the moment just like the best moment in time to to make a decision like now like yeah so now is the best time uh, now is the best time to make a make the choice so mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's, it's literally along those lines as in what it means and it's, it's a greek word mm -hmm. so i really liked it yeah i, I like that because like a lot of people tend to overthink on decisions and then that leads to mm -hmm. obviously more like paralysis and like people end up not doing it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's paralysis by analysis. That's what they say, right? So they just overthink it so much they end up doing nothing. And it's just like, come on, man, let's just go for a walk or something, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is actually a really good segue. Uh, so I think this podcast is going to drop like maybe like at least a couple of weeks from now. So it's going to be right into the New Year's, you know, with people setting New Year's resolutions and all that. So what would you say to people who are struggling to get started? Or how, how, like, what advice would you have to people on how to start with their fitness if they're just new yeah. to this whole thing? That's a good question. Uh, so I think the trick is, I think a lot of people, the reason why they really find it tough is because they really just overcomplicate it. I think the trick is, if you're new to this whole thing, make it as simple as possible for yourself. Don't, don't make it, don't overcomplicate it. I would say, you know, maybe focus on things like, going for a walk, um, even if it's just 15 minutes a day. So get get maybe steps a little bit higher than usual. Um, I think either, you know, take some time out to train at the gym or at home, even if it's just three times a week. And, you know, if you're if you're training three times a week and you're walking a little bit more, maybe you're making maybe making more conscious, better decisions with your nutrition. Maybe you're eating more protein and, and slightly less calories, depending on your goal. And, you know what, that's already a lot better than you were doing before. And uh, that's already a great start. So I think just go from there, build up some momentum. And with time, it will only make it easier. And then you'll be able to maybe go from maybe two or three times a week training to maybe three or four times a week. And, and maybe you could go from doing that 15 minute walk, maybe it can turn into half an hour, uh, depending on where you are right now. 
and, uh, and yeah, you just, just the trick is just to build up that initial momentum and, and just make sure the start isn't just overwhelming as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, I was gonna say yeah, something along the same lines of that to like start small and build up that momentum. Um, and this is something that I think uh, Jordan Side talks a lot about building self-efficacy. So if you're not sure what self-efficacy means, self-efficacy means like your your the ability for you to believe or your sorry your belief in your ability to do something. Mm, so that's important. Yeah, and yeah, obviously like the more belief you have in yourself to do something, you're more likely to do it and you're more likely to accomplish that thing. And yeah. if you set goals for yourself, like right out the gate that I'm going to work out five, six times a week, I'm going to try get 10,000 steps a day. I'm going to eat healthy for every single meal. And you're setting this bar so high for yourself that you can't accomplish it. Then it's going to be soul crushing because then you're just be like, man, I haven't hit this. I haven't hit that. And it's like, what's the point of even going where as, as we know, like even as coaches, like you don't have to be perfect and hit all these high markers in order to succeed. You just mm. need to be doing more than you are currently doing right now. Yeah, exactly that. And I, I think one time I was actually having a, a chat with this with uh, other online coaches, and I think you were in the in the room where I think a lot of us noticed. And I can say this from my own experience: I've always noticed a strong correlation between members who have positive self-talk and achieve their goals and members who consistently have negative self-talk and don't achieve their goals or really struggle to. And, uh, and that's definitely not a coincidence. I think the self-talk plays a massive role because, you know, whether I hate, you know, cliche without, I guess it is going to sound cliche, you know, whether you tell yourself you can or you can't, either way you're right. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that point about self-talk, like I think a lot of people like obviously we we know that we talk to ourselves a lot but a lot of people just kind of like let words slip by like yeah. they're just saying like man i didn't do this today it's like man this sucks or like man my life sucks or whatever it's like yeah. we we say these things so constantly that like we don't notice it and i think a big part of like changing that is just being aware like catching every time you say like you don't give yourself like encouragement Mm, yeah i 100 percent agree it's a yeah it's a big part so you know that could even be a, a new year's resolution goal like that that you have in mind you know just to maybe be more aware of the way you speak to yourself maybe you know there could be more specific ways of setting those goals um but you know they're all great places to, to start looking into mm-hmm. mm. yeah awesome uh so next question i have for you so i noticed in your instagram bio that you mainly work with a lot of busy people where i say that i guess that's your specialty in a sense so what are your top pieces of advice for busy people because i know i've heard this from a lot of people they're like they say that the reason that they can't prioritize their health is because they're busy so like first off what are your thoughts on that and what like advice would you have for people who say that yeah, so the reason why I put that was because when I first started, I was uh, working, like most people I worked with, they were office workers, and they mm-hmm. were very busy, so they always had things going on, and uh, and I just realized, so it's like, it's not going to be too similar to the New Year's resolutions, where it was always just the case of, you know, if you can't, I think too many people are all or nothing with their fitness, um, so you know, if you can't track calories the whole day, then track calories for, if you can't track calories, let's say for, for all three meals, track calories for two of them. Uh, if you can't if you can't work out like I said before if you can't work out four times a week or three times a week then work out two if you can't I don't know hit 
7,000 steps, which is your goal, then just hit 5,000. And it's like I said, people are too all or nothing and, and they'll leave it, they'd rather do everything or nothing at all. And it's just, that's where a lot of people go wrong. So we say, you know, you know what, let's just try and really just do what we can um, and, uh, and, and go from there. And you'll find even then you'll, you'll make progress uh, because, you know, the nothing or the, the either everything or nothing, um, it's never a sustainable thing long term. And that's why, again, that's where people make it really tricky for themselves. So just, you know, let's just, even if it's only 60 or 70% of our, our usual selves, that's, that's much better than zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, I would also, I, I also do want to add that um, for, this is what I've found for like, I wouldn't say like the smaller majority of my clients were they just weren't simply, they just simply weren't prioritizing fitness in a sense. Yeah, like, that yeah, was probably yeah, like the last thing on their mind. Like, I'm sure if you actually like took a step back and looked at all the time you have, like, I'm sure you'll be able to find stuff because even the busiest clients I've had, like they were able to find time to actually work out, to work on their nutrition. They just had to be a little bit more, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit more like um, stingy in their time with the sense. Like they, yeah, they can't, yeah. The time maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, I think it goes back to the self-talk thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like you know, whether you, again, you know, if you're going to make it a priority, then tell yourself that it's a priority and make sure and make sure you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm sure, like, no matter how busy you are, you might be able to find 15, 20 minutes for like even like a quick workout or a quick walk or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't, then that's a time management issue, man. Mm-hmm. you don't have 15 minutes in the in a in a week to do two two 15 minute workouts or two 20 minute workouts that's definitely mm-hmm. a time management issue i'd say mm-hmm. yeah and then that kind of like ties like everything back that you um you don't have to do a lot like if you can do 15 20 minutes of work work like or a workout like three to four times a week that is much better than not doing any workouts at all and paying zero attention to your nutrition yeah yeah but you know why a lot of people don't really listen to that it's because i think a lot of people just don't think it's sexy enough and that's not what they want to hear like they want the next shiny object they want i don't know they just want something crazy and uh and i just think telling people to work out twice a week for 20 minutes if they can't do anything is just like like people are going to be like who are you like no i don't want to i don't like that's just not mind-blowing enough for them Mm -hmm. yeah that's crazy and i think that's yeah, like it's perpetuated so much by like social media and all that. Like, yeah, if you see, like, uh, the first thing I thought of was like people like looking at like actors, like The Rock or something, where they like do these crazy like long ass workouts, like ninety minutes twice a day or whatever. And it's like people <laughs> think you have like if you want to look like him, then you're gonna have to do that much. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, I remember one of my old teachers used to ask. Well, this was when I was like in this was like when I was probably at my strongest because recently again I haven't been able to train as consistently just not out of my own decision but I remember my a teacher of mine was like how many how like how long how many times are you in the gym for and I was like I told her four and she's like I remember her being so surprised that just she didn't expect four she thought it was going to be way more it's like four times a week for about 45 minutes and yeah it really does the trick (laughs) yeah Yeah, probably thinking like yeah, I work out like an hour and a half to two hours every single day. <laughs> it's like yeah, twice a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, after my cardio. Yeah, yeah, and then also another funny thing that um, when I tell people that I'm a personal trainer and they're like, "Oh, so your diet must be like super healthy or like you're uh, always yeah. eating really healthy," I'm like, 
I mean, I do it for the most part, but I still have like pizza and burgers like here and there. Uh, yeah, but that just, I think a lot of people reflect their own nutrition, uh, like their own, maybe, I don't know, like relationship with food when they make comments like that. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. I remember I used to, when I worked at the gym, I remember, for example, I'll never forget this. Because um, this is the first time it really like, I was like, wow, like, damn, some people we really do have some work to do with it i remember i was eating a, a yogurt on the gym floor and one lady she came up to me and she was like i, I spoke to her sometimes so it's not like i didn't know her at all but she's like leo you shouldn't be eating that and i was like the, what a yogurt and i was like and in my head i was just like damn this is serious like she's like yeah yogurt like what and i was like <laughs> I, I was so confused like what do you even say to that like i, I wouldn't even think if someone you know people make up these good food bad food label but i wouldn't even imagine a yogurt would get put anywhere I, that just blew my mind i can't uh-huh. even put the words mm-hmm. yeah and that always that, that always puts things into perspective like how much bullshit there is out there yeah like, true. how much like people are, like us need to keep posting because there's just so much bullshit and then as soon as you said that that kind of reminded me there's this one time i was at the gym i was i think i was doing like i was on the lateral race machine and i was so I, I do my sets to failure. So I like, I need to make sure that I'm adequately resting. And like, obviously I'm like, sit back, I'll chill, chill in and like on the machine while I'm resting. And this lady comes in and he's like, she's like, you look way too comfortable and relaxed. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah it's a, that's a common question that I get as well though. People that I work with, they're like, okay, so what do I do during my rest time? And I'm just like, you rest you rest <laughs> yeah, yeah like you rest like you rest like just take that rest don't jog on the spot don't do mm-hmm. like don't do push-ups or burpees don't do any of that but yeah I, even when you said that i got another flashback myself it's just like and you probably deal with this as well it's like when members or clients they, they'll come back and they'll be like oh, so my friend or, or family member they said this and this and that like is this true like i'm confused now and i'm like oh boy now i have to debunk this as well and um it's like I remember there was this one lady. She's uh, her goal is weight loss that I work with, and she came back to me one day and she was just like, "Yeah, so this guy that I know who who goes to the same gym as me, like he's kind of my friend. He saw my workout and he was like, he started laughing. It's the workout that I set her. He was like, you're not gonna lose weight with that. And I was like, because he was like, if you want a, a weight loss workout plan, I can make you one. And I was just like, oh, and she was really confused because this was like near the start for her. Mm. And I was like. So I explained it to her, but I was like, this is this is what we're like having to, you know, as you said, like kind of, I guess you could say fight with as well. It's like, it's like, but it's nutrition. Like this is, mm-hmm. we're not working out for you to lose weight. We're working out because, you know, we're trying to get stronger. It's good for you. And it's just like, oh man, there was so much to say about that. Obviously I tried to keep it simple, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. People think like, you need to be doing 10 different exercises and it's like yeah. four sets of 10 of every single exercise and then yeah. you count the like total volume and it's like 40 50 sets in a workout I'm just yeah like, what <laughs> and you know what's even crazier is that she i think because what they were telling her is that she has to do like high intensity interval training because obviously mm. that's the common myth and what's even crazier is that the guy got the gym manager involved and the gym manager was agreeing with him so even then oh like you have people in this like position of authority it's just like it's just like damn like that's that's where it's like yeah. it's like yeah it just it's worrying sometimes mm-hmm. yeah um, it's yeah the fitness industry is so weird like yeah. that that stuff can happen like the fact that people can just say whatever they want it's like exactly especially yeah and it's like people will believe them like 
even if it goes against like what we're seeing as like kind of the professionals of the industry. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, I guess there's just there's just so many opinions out there. It's just like I can see it easily getting overwhelming for a lot of people who who just don't know what to do, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. I always say, you know, uh, I always say. I saw this. Do you know Chad Hargrove? I don't know if you know him, but he's quite. He's a. He's I've a, heard of him. Yeah, he's an online coach, and I remember he put a tweet up one day, and I've just said it ever since. It's like, you know what? Just assume everything your friends and family say about nutritional training is just crap. Mm-hmm. Just assume, like maybe, like maybe one or two of them know what they're talking about, but just assume everyone you, your friends and family, don't know what they're talking about, and you'll be much better off for it. Mm-hmm. Have a two or three coaches you know are really good. Listen to them and go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know in the long term you'll be much better off yeah that's a good yeah. point because like literally no other industry can like happens like this like you wouldn't True. like listen to your friends for like medical advice or advice <laughs> of, uh, like how to fix your car or yeah. advice that like yeah how to do like all this other stuff but when it comes to like fitness and nutrition it's like you know your friend kathy says to cut out carbs and it's like oh she's right <laughs> yeah yeah all right okay i'll do it yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah that's you're right though yeah it's like you're only nutrition because every everyone has an opinion on nutrition because everyone eats so mm-hmm. it's just easy to throw it about because everyone yeah i think uh lane norton said that it's like yeah it's every, yeah, yeah. yeah everyone kind of has this like emotional attachment to eating so if you, everyone feels like they have they can like They're have their own two cents into it yeah yeah as in as in like what must or must not be done mm-hmm. uh, exactly and he's yeah. right mm-hmm yeah, so that actually brings me to uh, the last question I have for you. So, yeah, with the New Year's coming up, people are setting a lot of New Year's resolutions. People want to make a, you know, start or change in their fitness. And what would you say to people, you know, how to navigate through, like, the BS from the real advice? You know, that's a good question as well, because at the end of the day, I think it's just like there's so much easily accessible information out there, whether it's good or bad, it's, it, you, you won't really know um if you're just starting out so i think again you know what just find two three four coaches that that you know like that they, they know what they're talking about and just you know follow them closely um austin chan being an example um but yeah just listen to them follow them closely and it's like i said as well before maybe just you probably would be better off assuming everything your family and friends have what everything they have to say about nutrition is probably incorrect and you're that's going to probably be the best thing for you long term and then yeah again just follow some coaches that you know for a fact that they know what they're speaking about you know, learn from them and then go from there yeah that's good advice mm. and yeah and what, what, what would you say um yeah so so i say first off if they if any of the of this stuff sound like any other stuff that they're saying sounds way too good to be true oh yeah that's probably a, it's probably too good to be true or if they say it's the only way if anything is the only way then mm-hmm. that's probably a red flag as well yeah yeah like i like, is it, like i think a huge red flag is when people have like carnivore or keto or like fasting or some sort of like diet in their name yes like, or, they're yeah, obviously trying to push yeah yeah that's a good point like yeah they probably have some sort of financial interest as well or like emotional attachment to it but they, they won't even be able to like logically look past um mm-hmm. anything else um but yeah that's a good point yeah mm-hmm. yeah but like yeah anything that sounds way too good to be true because obviously like 
we know that our health and fitness is not something that's easy. Like it's, you're not going to get a ton of results super fast, like just because you do it this way. And you'll, and it, it also doesn't mean that you'll be able to sustain those results. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other red flags, but none are coming, are really coming to mind right now. But there's definitely, I think what you said, I think that's a great example about, you know, if someone's called like Keo Karen, Coach Keo Karen, that's mm -hmm. a red flag right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I'd say uh, the last, I, I had the last one in my head. Um, uh, that's, there's nothing more annoying than it slipping away. Mm -hmm. Oh, if, if it sounds like new or like, if it's just goes against what everyone else is seeing, then- Oh yeah, there's, yeah. then there's probably, a, yeah, chances are that it's probably too good to be true as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. you get some people who push some really niche stuff, like, a, I don't even really like to name drop, but you know, Dr. Joel Seaman and his 90 degree- Oh yeah. <laughs> like, no, no I think he's, 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 like, dude, not, dude, he's just a clown in the fitness yeah, industry. Man, like, you're not- like if someone is trying to reinvent the world to that extent, then it's safe to say that that is probably not a good idea to, to go for that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like, I mean, although some things I think do have merit to them, like um, I'm sure you follow N1, like their stuff seems oh, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like it's new. And but it's like it's like legit information based on like mm -hmm. actual like research and like being like actually science backed and actually yeah, like everything just has context to it, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure 90 degree training is great in some situations, but man, to be pushing it as the BONME is just nuts. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then like if we really want to think about it, like science has not changed all that much in terms of the past like century. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like especially how our body works. Like yeah. we haven't suddenly evolved to like different beings. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, those are a few red flags to, to look out for, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, we've got a good hour of content in this episode. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Leo, for coming on. And we'll wrap it up with uh, where can people find you or anything you, else you want to plug. Uh, so you can find me at, so at, on, Insta, on Instagram at Leo Alves PT. Uh, uh, Alves being spelled A-L-V-E-S so Leo Alves PT uh, and then my website is teamkerosonline.com uh, Keros is spelled K-A-I-R-O-S so teamkerosonline.com um, and thank you very much for having me on I appreciate that um, yeah I've been you know enjoying your content a lot I've been, I've been watching it as well supporting from afar so yeah keep doing your thing I've uh, I really enjoyed watching it Awesome. Thank you so much. Do uh, you got any big plans for the New Year's? I know we typically have big plans as fitness professionals. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to work on a few things. I was actually going to set out my goals for 2022 tonight or tomorrow. It's probably going to be tomorrow just because it's getting a bit late in Europe or on the later side and I have some plans. But yeah, probably tomorrow I'm going to put some plans together. Um, keep growing the email list. I think I, think I really want to focus on my email list this year. Um, and, uh, and a few other things, just like maybe the service, the online coaching, I have loads of plans for it. I want to make an app as well, which I think would be really fun, uh, which takes me back. If you do end up following me on Instagram, don't hesitate to send over a message. I love, I just love speaking to everyone on there. Um, it's always a, a good thing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks again. I appreciate that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll, I'll talk to you soon. Take care.
All right, and that about wraps it up for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to Leo for coming on. Had a great discussion on such a huge variety of topics. And just as a heads up again, I am taking on new online coaching clients for the month of January. Uh, So if you need help to lose muscle to build fat, in the most effective and efficient way possible to help you crush these New Year's resolutions, then be sure to hit the link in my show notes to apply. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. But thank you so much for listening. Be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you are listening on there. It definitely helps more people uh, find this podcast in in turn, which can help people uh, better their fitness, better their health, literally change their lives. So yeah, be sure to do that. Be sure to leave a root review. I do love reading those. Uh, Helps me know that there are actually real people listening to this podcast and it's actually helping out to real people's lives. But thank you so much for listening again and I will catch you in the next one.